Hey everybody, it's Glenn Gerhauser here from Church on the Park and Holy Fire Ministry Training School. And today I want to talk to you about how you can lay a firm foundation for your life. How can you lay a firm foundation for your life and I'm going to be sharing with you five things about how to do that. Five things that will help you lay a firm foundation for your life. But before that, I want to share with you about our up and coming Bible school semester. Registrations are open. Uh, it's starting the 2nd of August, 2021. And uh, my wife designed this beautifully. Is your faith stormproof? And this unit is the foundations unit. And we're starting our three-year cycle through the Bible again, going from Genesis to Revelation. But next semester, we're focusing on Genesis to Deuteronomy, especially looking at Genesis. And I learned Hebrew by reading Genesis chapter one. Uh, and so uh, I'm gonna help teach that as well as many other great foundations for your life. So check it out at holyfireschool.com. You can register online, holyfireschool.com. So getting back to it, how can you lay a firm foundation for your life? And I just designed this new infographic, which says, I believe what's next. So do you believe? If you believe and you're just beginning, what's next? And what I'm going to be sharing with you is also good for anyone who believes because these are foundational things, five foundational things that I'm going to share to give you that firm foundation. The first thing is repent. And there's a lot of people that don't like this word repent, but the word repent simply means to turn. And repentance is our response to God's salvation. So when we repent, we turn from our sin to God's righteousness. We turn from our falsehood to God's truth. Now, when I received the Lord, uh, I didn't know too much about repentance. I believed in Jesus, but then the Holy Spirit began to work in my life and convict me of my speech, of what I was looking at, at what I was listening to, about how I was living, about the way I responded to different situations. And then God brought me through this great process of, found, of repentance in my life that became foundational. Now, let me read to you what Jesus said. And this is what everything I'm sharing today is based on. Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. That, that's Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Teaching them to observe all I commanded you. So here's Jesus teaching us to make disciples. And to make a disciple is to teach someone all that Jesus has commanded. Now, our goal is not to make disciples of ourselves, but disciples of Jesus Christ. And we're teaching what he said. And the first message he preached was repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And so this is foundational. Repentance is not just when you get saved. It needs to be practiced every day in your life. It's an everyday practice, repentance. Now, 
What's the second thing? The second thing is be baptized. And I remember in my first year of salvation, I was baptized. This morning I was reading Genesis chapter six and seven and eight. And it's all about Noah and the flood. And I saw that baptism is like that. Uh, as I was meditating this morning, it's, uh, the word baptism means immersion. So it's an immersion. Uh, God immersed the earth. Why did he do it? Because everybody was corrupt. He immersed the earth in water. It was like a cleansing. And then there was a new beginning through Noah and his sons afterwards. And so baptism is that it's you're immersed in water and you're, you're participating in a death burial and resurrection of Jesus, and then you're coming up as a new creation. It's symbolic. It, baptism, baptism doesn't save you, but that baptism is an act of obedience, your first major act of obedience to Jesus Christ. And it's saying to the world, and it's saying to yourself, and it's saying to God, I believe I'm a disciple. So baptism and living an immersed life in Jesus is another firm foundation for your life. The third thing here is receive power, receive power. Jesus told his disciples that they were to wait and receive power from on high, that they would be witnesses. That's in Acts chapter one. It, I, I had found out early in my Christian life that it is impossible to live the, the Bible. It's impossible to live this word without God's empowering presence without his power so when you're saved the good news is the Holy Spirit comes inside of you but now you've got to allow the Holy Spirit to fill you so that you're totally immersed totally filled with the power of God and it's only through the power of God that you can live the life that Jesus has called us to live the power of God is the empower, empowering to obey. Uh, so God has called us to this supernatural life. So receive power. And again, not just once, but every day receive power and continually, Lord, fill me with your spirit, empower me, help me, especially when you're in temptation. The fourth thing is learn and grow. Learning and growing is what a disciple is. And it doesn't just, you just don't learn and grow in the first years of your uh, salvation. You learn and grow every day. So all throughout your life, when you're 80 years old and you got a, and you got a cane, you still need to learn and grow. All of us need to learn and grow. Uh, and that's what discipleship is. We continue learning, we continue growing. Uh, once we stop, then we start to backslide. I had one student one time who said, oh, you know, I'm leaving the Bible school because I know everything you're teaching. And I thought, I don't even know everything I'm teaching. I'm still learning, I'm still growing. Uh, so always had that humble attitude of being a disciple, a lifelong disciple. The last thing is fellowship, fellowship. Fellowship is one of the areas where the enemy has deceived so many believers. Because first, 
often what happens with fellowship is we idolize fellowship and we're receiving everything uh, from God through fellowship, maybe not through our personal fellowship with God, but through corporate fellowship. But fellowship is so important uh, and uh, we may idolize it, but don't idolize it. Uh, and then sometimes we swing to the other side and we ignore it and we stop meeting together. Uh, watch out for both errors. Fellowship is one of the greatest joys of the Christian life that we have brothers and sisters. And yes, they're going to disappoint us. And yes, they're going to hurt us. But God's grace flows through fellowship and it provides a firm foundation for our lives. So be in regular committed fellowship. Be uh, faithful to your church that you're a part of. Uh, be a blessing to it. Serve and, and help. Fellowship is the mutual exchange of grace and life between one believer and another, and it's wonderful. So those are the five things. Repent, be baptized, receive power, learn and grow, and fellowship. And like I was saying before, next semester we're going to explore this and much more about the foundations. And we're going to go deep, 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 uh, so, so deep, uh, like these, uh, these tall buildings, they have a deep foundation. So, uh, yeah, check out HolyFireSchool.com and let me pray for you. Father, bless each one that they would have a firm foundation, the foundation of Christ in their life. That's what you're doing, Father. You're forming the nature of Christ within each one of us. So God bless you. This is Glenn Gerhauser signing out. Check out BrisbaneFire.com and like, comment, and subscribe and share this video. Thanks. God bless you.